All right, so bonus round. Let's talk about Tabletop Simulator. This is something, this is a program, piece of software that came out oh, not that long ago, where you can, you know, upload your game, upload the cards and the, the, all the different components and the elements, and you can play it online. And so it's become a really helpful tool. I know for a lot of people in playtesting, you know, you can't always make it out to get to real people, but there's, you know, a billion people on the internet that will, you know, potentially be available to help playtest your game. So it's, it's just a really cool system for game designers to use. I've also used it in pitching games. Uh, I've pitched a game that ended up getting signed by a publisher. Uh, the initial, you know, places, whatnot, we, we weren't at a convention. We were just on the internet playing on Tabletop Simulator. And so, like, tell me some of your best tips and tricks, your best nuances, the things you figured out as far as using Tabletop Simulator in your own game design. Yeah, uh, Tabletop Simulator has been a huge part of adapting uh, card values and uh, images in the game. And so I first found Tabletop Simulator when I was um, trying to figure out how to, to play test with other players, as you said. Uh, so one cool part about it is being able to make your game easy enough to import into the, um, the game system so that you're not spending hours reformatting everything that you had already created. Uh, so tip number one would be uh, make sure any card or component you create is in a simple JPEG format um, or PNG because both of those are importable into Tabletop Simulator. If you create everything that you have on Photoshop and then export it all to PDFs, uh, it's not going to be usable on Tabletop Simulator. So um, in some of the different designers that I've spoken with to help create their games, it's been a bit of a process to go back to all their files and crop their PDFs into cards or into components. So um, make sure you have those saved. Uh, second one would be um, just watching the videos about it because uh, it can sound daunting at first. I know when I first heard about Tabletop Simulator, I thought I'd have to learn coding. I thought I'd have to learn Java scripting and all kinds of different things. But if you just want to get a simple card game onto Tabletop Simulator, you can literally put together that um, template in less than five minutes. And I've done it for quite a few different games that are out there right now just to show some of these designers what they could be doing with their game. Uh, so for example, uh, Dungeon Brawler, which is live on Kickstarter right now by Patrick Peterson, I think it is. Uh, he's raised over $15,000 with it, but there wasn't a true uh, gameplay session on his initial video. So I just reached out to him and said, hey, um, would you mind if I just took your PDFs from your print and play and tested them out? And he gave me the okay for it. And within 10 minutes, I had the game created and I could play his game online without spending um, $50, $60 printing it and then spending in two hours cutting out the cards and shuffling them. Um, it, it was literally a 10-minute process to get his game from my computer uh, to playing it. So uh, that's another really uh, great point about it is just how quickly you can adapt your game to a playable version. Yeah, for sure. It's just, it's such a huge time saver and you can update the thing also really quickly. You don't have to worry about going and printing it again and cutting it out again. You can just re-upload the image or re-upload the file and there it is. It's, it's ready to go. And so anything else that you've learned just maybe in the playing of like, or anything like where maybe a beginner wouldn't know, you know, like some tips and tricks that like, if I was just starting out things that would be good just for me to have in my back pocket to go, Oh yeah, I remember Wes said this, I need to do this or don't do that. Yeah, um, majority of games out there use cards. So again, having the file of PDFs or, or, or PNGs or JPEGs uh, goes a long way to being able to create that first card system. The second part is knowing that you can scale any component to any size. So um, if you have a really small game, you can make everything really large so that it takes up more table space and has a presence on that digital table. Um, and then the third point would be uh, have in mind something that will help 
your game stand out visually when you show it on a screen. So when you first uh, upload Tabletop Simulator, you get a brown table and you get a forest background, and that's that's all there is. Uh, but you can change the table to look like a play mat. You can have it thematic with different images directly from your game. Or, um, for example, a game that I put together recently was called Empty Space Explorers. I put that together for um, a gentleman that's putting that on Kickstarter next week or later this week. Um, and so I put the background as the universe with the nebula and the tabletop is a nice starry space expanse. So not only do you get to visualize his cards, but you get to get immersed in that uh, setting, that, that space, deep space setting. Uh, so just keep in mind that you should have something uh, that you can put right on the tabletop and in the background to make it feel like your world. Because uh, you can't do that in real life. You can't put a castle in the background. You can't um, throw different... Um, things on your table at the game store. So take advantage of that digital world. Yeah, absolutely. You can, you can customize it. You can personalize it in a way that you can't in reality. That's a good point. Well, Wes, this is awesome, man. I really appreciate the tips and the tricks. And uh, good luck with your game on Kickstarter. It should, uh, should still be available at the moment. And good luck with everything else you got going on right now. Thank you very much, Gabe. <laughs>